please. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. We've had a main B bus undervolt. Roger, main B undervolt. Okay, stand by 13, we're looking at it. Welcome to Positive Arse Talks, hosted by Mike. The show that talks all things Arsenal, looking to build a positive relationship amongst the fans and players. Grab your cup of tea and stick around with me. It's Friday, February 5th, 2021. Episode 17, Back to Being Disciplined. Welcome to episode number 17. Today's topics include discussing our 21st and 22nd English Premier League games against Manchester United and Wolverhampton Wolves. Let's get right into the first match, which was against Manchester United, which we tied 0-0. And the lineup looked as such. We had Byrne Leno in net, Bellerin at right back, Rob Holding at right center back, David Luiz playing left center back, Cedric Suarez playing left back, Thomas Partey playing center defensive mid alongside Granit Xhaka. And in the three, we had Pepe on the right side. Emile Smith-Rowe in the cam position. And we had Gabriel Martinelli playing the left attacking mid. And we had Alexandra Lacazette up top. So, a good rundown of this tied match. It's good to get a point apiece right. Pretty good, up and down, back and forth. few chances for Manchester United as well as Arsenal, but if we look at some of the timestamps that I found things interesting, in the 16th minute we saw Juan Basaka threw the ball in that uh, Martinelli was able to pick up and send Lacazette through with a one-on-one with Maguire. He ended up taking a shot that went straight to De Gea, but, you know, we're, we're getting there. We Our counter's just as lethal as theirs, you know. It's good to see. In the 20th minute, uh, United had a corner that was cleared by David Luiz out to Fred at the center of the 18-yard box. Well, he took a placement shot, or better known as a finesse shot, that was going towards the top right corner. And Leno was able to get his fingertips to save it and put it out of bounds for another corner. I mean, that was just a brilliant save. He doesn't get enough credit ever since Martinez has gone away. In the 30th minute, on a counter, Smith Rowe was able to find Pepe out wide uh, to do a run down the line. He ended up trying to take on his defender and did a few stepovers to get the shot off that went wide a little bit. And then, uh, like I said, it was just a bunch of back and forth. There were a few opportunities for United, uh, a few opportunities for Arsenal, but nothing definitive that I thought, like, oh, I have to talk about this missed shot, right? Like... The only few time stamps that I had were pretty good. So that was it for the first half. Then when we get to the second half, um, first thing that I noted was in the 58th minute, there was a great bit of play uh, from the left side for United between uh, Luke Shaw and Anthony Martial. Eventually Saw received a 1-2 that he played into the middle for Cavani, but he ended up botching it out of bounds and let me say, we got lucky because it, it looked like he could have just ran that into the net. I mean, it was within that six-yard box. And because of the angle that he was running in, it just went in the same direction as he was running. Uh, he didn't get uh, the ball off on the 
side of his foot or middle of his foot, I just kind of took it laces, right? And it went straight with him. So we got lucky there, I'd say. In the 64th minute, Lacazette took a free kick that hit the crossbar. I mean, what a beautifully dipped shot with enough power and pace on it. And just super unlucky to have that happen. It was like right outside the 18-yard box, about like 20-yard bo- like twenty yard area, right? And it was on the right side, and phew, just unfortunate. But all within that same developing play, I uh, just have it down to the 65th minute. Emile Smith-Rowe received the ball alone in the middle of the box from across the McGuire, got his head to him, was able to get a shot off that De Gea made a great save against. Um, the ball was cleared out. After all that, and after the corner, it just went out too far wide, right? And I believe it was Cedric Suarez, right? Because he's playing that left-back role. He was the one that crossed it in, and all of that developed. But, you know, good save from De Gea. And again, nothing really until the 89th minute, where United had another close chance that Cavani missed off of Juan Basaka's cross into the box. Uh, he had to kind of run back for the ball, right? It wasn't in line with the direction he was running toward goal. So, I'd say we got lucky again, but hey, after that, um, looked like United were just in our territory for the extra five minutes that were added on, due to injuries and such, and we tied at a point apiece, so no complaints there. Let's get into the second match, <clears throat> which was against Wolverhampton Wolves, and we were away from home. We ended up losing 2-1, to one, and our lineup looked as such. We had Bern Leno and Nett, Hector Bellerin playing right back, Rob Holding playing right center back, David Luiz playing left center back, and Suarez playing left back. Thomas Partey and Granit Xhaka in the center defensive mid-rolls, and then we saw Bukayo Saka make his way back into the team on the right attacking mid. Emile Smith-Rowe was a cam, and we switched over Pepe to the left attacking mid, and we had Alexandra Lacazette up top. Not even a minute into the game. Uh, 37th second. I wrote it down. Partey played a lovely ball over top to Saka, who found space. Uh, I think he just brought the ball down on his thigh or settled it with his foot. Can't think off the top of my head right now. But he took that one touch and took a shot immediately after and ended up hitting the post. And it just bounced out. Not in the direction or lane or path that Lacazette was in, so he couldn't even get the rebound. Just unfortunate. It was real close, so, you know, we had a lot of pressure already in the beginning moments of this game. The fourth minute, Cedric Suarez played a ball into the middle, and Saka's shot went right to the keeper. Um, to be fair, kind of like the Cavani incident, he had to run back for the ball. It was played, like, openly in the middle, so I can't blame him. At least the shot was on target, right? In the 8th minute, we saw Emile Smith-Rowe delivered a great cross toward Holding, and his header went wide right to Lacazette. Um, Lacazette played the ball in the middle for Saka, and he puts it in the back of the net, but unfortunately the goal didn't count as Lacazette was offside when the ball hit Holding's head. Fair call to VAR, albeit in the 24th minute, we saw a great bit of exchange play between Emile Smith-Rowe and Pepe, where Emile Smith-Rowe was on the byline and played the ball back to Pepe, who took the first-time shot and hit the crossbar. 
It looked like Patricio got his fingertips on it, but obviously the announcers and such said no. Just hit the woodwork, and unfortunate, you know. We're putting the press on, though, right? The goal's coming. It feels like it's happening. And no later than at the 32nd minute, Pepe nutmegged not only one player, but two players inside of the box to put Arsenal up 1-0. It was great body and shoulder-to-shoulder clash between him and the defender. And he puts Arsenal up 1-0, right? Get this. He scored it with his right foot as well. What's going on with this guy? (laughs) But here is the difficult thing that I have to talk about. I'm sure every other show has talked about and any other media influencer that talks about Arsenal matches and such, right? Any fan in the 45th plus second minute, so 47th, right? Podets played a bomb between holding Dava Luiz to Willie and Jose, and because Willie and Jose beat Louise goal side, uh, Luis tried getting to the other side of him and ended up clipping William Jose's heel with his knee. Now, sure, I, I agree this prevents a goal-scoring opportunity and it should be a penalty kick, but after VAR checked everything, you could clearly see it was an accident. I mean, there was no deliberate foul or any like heinous crime that happened out of this right i i, I mean i'm 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 shocked right uh, it's an accident you could clearly see it the announcers are agreeing with it uh, give a warning right it's a yellow card but they ended up giving louise a red card and the changes to the rule states that if it's accidental, only yellow cards to be shown, and the penalty gets taken, right? It's amazing this happens to us, and a similar issue happens in the Southampton game after ours, where Benrick caused an accidental penalty and received a red card in almost the same fashion. Uh, I mean, he accidentally tapped and clipped someone's leg, and yes, the penalty should be given, but it amazes me that his red card was rescinded by the FA, yet Louise's can't be, right? VAR ha- has been nothing but a joke to me at this point. I mean, the field ref didn't even look at any type of recording or video of the incident on the sideline at midfield. He, it's, you know, it's just a disgrace and so much time wasted. But, I, you know, clearly, after that happened, Ruben Neves came up to take the PK and it's level at 1-1. Uh, I mean, I don't know... How many more times we have to go through this? I don't know how one person's accidental red card gets repealed, right? But ours doesn't. We can't appeal ours because it's it's Sideshow Bob. It's the curly head fuck. That guy's always just going to give red cards, right? Excuse my language, but I, I mean, come on. That's just absolute bullshit. But we move on. Uh, in my eyes, ref effed up, right? He effed up. So did VAR. I mean, why do we even have it? It's just... Oh, it's a waste. Uh, I'd rather see somebody be a hair off sides and score against me than this bullshit and know that somebody's watching it, recording from... Uh, has screens all around him and can clearly see, like, there's no malicious intent to do this. But, whatever. We don't know anything about the game, so... 
It's only them, right? Ah, obviously, clearly, that ended the first half, right? And second half started. In the 48th minute, a ball came from the left side over to Joe Moutinho, and he found space in the middle. He took one touch, and after the first touch, he took a shot and scored a screamer from about 25 yards out. I mean, nobody was stopping this. I think Leno got his fingertips, too, but because it was struck so hard... And had so much pace on the ball, it just went to the back of the net. Amazing outs. First goal since November of 2019, but hey! Never bet against Wolves. You'll always lose, right? Especially if Arsenal are playing against them. Or anyone at that matter, right? As soon as you bet on them, they just... They always win. I didn't bet, but that just always seems to be the case. <laughs> um, Partey tried blocking the shot, but... Slow to get in front of it, so Wolves are up 2-1, right? Nothing really much happening there uh, up to that point. Uh, up until the 72nd minute. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. I need more coffee to keep myself less stressed of this, right? I'm just pulling and picking hair out of my head. I, I see more grays coming <laughs> out after this happened, but what a blow. Uh, I mean, I scheduled a meeting during work to deliberately watch, a sh you know, and, and this happens, but whatever, it was raining outside, but in the 72nd minute, a defender from Wolves played a ball toward Adama Traore over top of the defense, and Leno came out to try and beat him to it, right? Well, he beat it, but in the process, he misjudged the ball because of, of the rain and how slippery the ground was. You could see that the ball skipped further than he was anticipating, right? Well, it kind of skimmed off his thigh, and the ball would have went behind him, and he knows it would have been a goal or something. Maybe just let it go. You're outside the 18-yard box, right? You fucked up already. Excuse my language, but you misjudged it. I'd rather have you in the game, so, right? But... <laughs> He decided to use his hand and smack the ball out of bounds outside of the 18-yard box, and bam, second red card. Obviously, VAR and everyone was kind of looking at it to see if it was accidental, but Leno already stormed off the field because if Louise's red card counted, then he knew that his would have anyways. But yeah, it's just unfortunate and silly, and we ended up defeating ourselves, right? Just once that happened, I mean, you're two men down, and one of which was your goalie, so what can you do? You got, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. you have about seven field players, right? Because it, uh, uh, a goalie has to come in for him, so you gotta sub somebody else out. Ah, just really unfortunate. It's the Arsenal way, right? We were due for it. We were due for it. Things were looking real bright, and we were due for that. So hopefully we got that out of the way. Brunerson had to come in, and he made a few good saves, but because we were two men down, we just couldn't really come together with any passes. Every man needed to be behind the ball, right? So good on him to keep it at two, litigate the damage, and we move on, right? In conclusion to this, it was nice to not give up any points. The United, we got four against them, and this tie gave us one apiece, right? 
shows our boys are hungry against top competition, especially the top six, and we just got to finish our chances. As for the Wolves game, we know that the David Luiz red card really screwed up the flow of the game, right? That's just poor for the ref and VAR, and our boys ended up defeating themselves. Really don't have much more of a comment on that, just because I, I just, it, it, it boggles my mind. Uh, I don't even care that we lost at this point, but the fact that Bednarik's red card, right? Fuck Arsenal. Huh? Yeah? Right up the arse. <laughs> uh, well, next match is tomorrow morning against Aston Villa, and we gotta come out fighting, right? Get back on form. Not gonna have Leno. I think uh, Matty Ryan, who we just brought in from Brighton, is kind of hurt or something. I don't know who's gonna start in that, but we won't see David Luiz or Leno on the field for at least three matches, and that's a blow. I mean, I know most people don't like David Luiz, and everyone thinks, oh, he's, he's gonna mess it up somewhere. I mean, he was our man of the match against Manchester United. He you know, he distributes the ball very well, and it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate to see that we can't use anybody, so we kind of have to stick somebody in place of them. But hopefully Gabriel said he's fit now, and we can see him come out and do his thing. Technicality and simplicity is all we need, right? Stop trying to be pretty with it, and that's all we got to do. Come out fighting strong. I I want three points, right? I want three points. Plus, we were embarrassed by these guys earlier in the season, so screw that. I won't settle for anything less, right? Got to keep the courage and the mentality at an all-time high. <clears throat> keep ourselves disciplined and not defeat ourselves, because that's all we do. Last, uh, as for our January transfer rundown, aside from the deals and departures I already spoke about last episode, we saw on deadline day we had a few more departures, including Mustafi with an agreement to cancel his contract. Maitland Niles went out on, on loan to West Bromwich Albion. Interesting, but understandable to get as many minutes as possible with a team that's in relegation zone right now. I'm pretty sure Sam, Big Sam's going to play him a lot, and we'll see what he could do from the midfield. Or if he has to play him a defense, so be it. And we saw Joe Willock go out on loan to Newcastle as those three confirmed departures. All the best to them, and I hope that Mustafi can help Shaka get out of the relegation zone in the Bundesliga with, alongside um, Kolasinac, right? I couldn't even think of his name because he's not here right now. Can't say that I'm complaining too much about it. Let's hope that the two loanies can make names for themselves, right? And I think that's it for me tonight, guys and gals and anything else, whatever you're might call yourself, because you now there's all these different pronouns and crap. <laughs> uh, but, love and light, my friends. Until so next Come on, you gunners! So
Against the wall. 